Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this evening. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. And first off, prayers, hugs, thoughts, love, all of that go to people in the Caribbean, Puerto Rico, Mexico City. My gosh, what a month this has been. And I don't think it's over yet as far as, uh, you know, all these hurricanes and earthquakes and I saw another earthquake hit in Japan so people over there hey you know we're sending you positive vibes goodness hang in there everybody um it's it's got to get better I I just think this has been an extraordinary month and hopefully it's going to be over soon with all of these hurricanes and earthquakes going on so we have a bunch of callers who are on hold already this evening and we're going to get to them. We've had several questions that are, have been submitted online as well. And I will get to those as time allows. So in the meantime, let's go ahead and go to the phones. And I believe our first caller is Nicole. Hi, Nicole. Hi, Julie. Hi. How are you, girl? I'm I'm so well. I'm so pleased and excited that I'm talking with you. <laughs> Me too. Finally. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. Okay, I'm calling from the UK and I'm calling from a place called Crowborough, little little town here. Which is near what? For those of us that aren't uh, familiar with with the UK. Okay, so I'm near uh, Brighton. I'm about a 45-minute drive from the southeast coast. Okay, terrific. You know what I know Brighton as, Nicole? No. Purses and, purses and jewelry. <laughs> yeah, down in the lanes. Lots of yeah. beautiful old shop, beautiful place. Spend far too much money down there. <laughs> oh my gosh! But there's a but there's a purse and a jewelry company here called Brighton, and it's in oh. all the stores and in all the airports and stuff okay. like that. And so whenever I hear that name, I immediately think okay. of purses and jewelry. So I guess that's really good branding, huh? Sure, it's totally <laughs> good branding. <laughs> yeah, well, how exciting that you're calling us from the UK. Thanks for, what time is it over there? It is one o'clock in the morning. Oh <laughs> so my gosh. I'm, I'm talking to you from my bed. <laughs> <laughs> well, perfect. I hope you're comfy. We're very comfy. I've got the dog here. I'm super comfy. So yeah. Wonderful. Did you have a question for me? I do, yes. 
Um, so I had a private consultation with you uh, a couple of weeks right. back, and there has been an improvement, which I'm really pleased with. Um, because of my anxiety and recovering from the agoraphobia, I'm still getting like a funny head thing going on. And I don't know if it's if there's something in there that needs dealing with or if it's still all linked with anxiety. But the thought, I'd really like to try and go to a salsa club. But because I get a bit dizzy and feels like there's pressure in my head with salsa, there's lots of spinning and all of this. And it's kind of putting me off a bit. And I just wondered uh -huh. if you could see anything else that's going on <clears throat> up in my head that needs either sure. switching so it, or switching on. So it sounds like it's a physical sensation you're experiencing. Is that right? It is, yeah. It's very much a physical sensation. And then I get anxious and worried because of it. And then it just seems to get worse. Mm -hmm. um, so then it's a domino effect. Sure, sure. Okay. All right. So what I'm going to do, Nicole, is I'm going to get you on my radar. And for those uh -huh. of you who are first-time listeners, how that works is I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit. And when our spirits are in our bodies having the human experience, we vibrate at a slower rate. So when we're in non-physical... After we leave our bodies, we vibrate faster. So I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit, and then I can communicate with spirits both alive and deceased because they're all vibrating at the same rate. And I, my eyes are closed. My hands are over my eyes so that it's dark in my head, kind of like when you go to the movie theater, Nicole, and you can see better when they're out. You know? They turn the lights out before yeah, before they start the movies. So there's a laser beam coming from my body. I'm in Birmingham, Alabama, in the southern part of the U.S., and it's going northeast, really far northeast, <laughs> to across the Atlantic, <laughs> jumping over those hurricanes, and um, hooking into you. Okay. All right. So I am shooting energy through your body, from your feet up through the top of your head. Um what I'm getting is I am seeing some inflammation, Nicole, but I think the easiest way to fix it is to increase your good fats. Believe it or not, it's a diet thing. I think if you wow. can increase your good olive oil and um, coconut oil, get the refined coconut oil. I really like the Brain Octane Oil from Bulletproof.com, and you can find it on Amazon as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, actually, mine just arrived today, as a matter of fact. But if you can can uh, add good fat, avocado, um, good organic olive oil, purified mm -hmm. organic coconut oil, that kind of thing, and increase mm -hmm. your, your good fats, your brain just needs more fat. Because wow. fat is what our brain is 60-some percent made out of fat. Nicole, uh -huh. and it will help. You're going to be amazed. So go to bulletproof.com, just like sure. it sounds, and uh -huh. read about putting the brain octane in coffee 
or or other things. You can put it on okay. vegetables or on meat or whatever. You can cook in it. You can do lots of things with it. The other thing is grass-fed butter. And there's a brand that you can get that's in a gold package, and it's Kerrygold. It's from Ireland. Uh-huh. And it's, it's butter that comes from cows that have eaten grass. And so it's wow. really healthy for you. So that's, that's all it is. It's easy to that's fix. That's amazing. That is just so amazing. Something so easy simple. Easy to fix. Yeah, and that's wow. going to really help with your anxiety as well. You're going to be amazed. And it'll, oh and I think goodness. you'll notice a difference really early, really quickly. And by the way, the good fat's not going to make you fat. It's the That's processed foods. Okay. <laughs> the good, the good fats are what the body needs in order to be healthy. Our cells need it. Our brains especially need it. And that's why you're feeling it in your head. Okay. That's so I hope that helps. It hope totally that helps. Does. Thanks for calling in and um, you go snuggle with your puppy and really appreciate you being up in the middle of the night to join us <laughs> thank you and and i send my love to Kath because i i just feel for her and i i listen to your podcasts every time when they come out and she's going oh. through such an emotional journey and she's so lucky to have you to talk to and help her through oh. so i love you sweet thing getting on <laughs> Yeah. Okay, Kathy. We'll get to you. Kathy, we'll get to you in a minute. So hope you're hearing this. Okay. Thanks, Nicole. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. All righty. Wow, that was fun. International listeners, call call in. Shoot me an email, and I'll give you an in-country code that you can call into the show. So it's like a local call for you. That's what Nicole had done, and I gave her a local call because uh, I have local phone numbers for, oh gosh, probably about 50 countries around the world. So shoot me an email, and, and we'll get you on when that happens. Okay. Well, let's go to Kathy next, since Nicole was just, Kath, Nicole was sending you some loves. How about that? Kathy, are you there? Hello? Hello. Did you hear Nicole sending you some loves from England? Are you, are, are you talking to the wrong Kathy? No, I'm talking to you. Isn't this oh, Kathy? Okay. Is this Kathy from Ohio? Yeah. Yeah. Nicole, who was calling in from England, just said she listens to the show all the time and she's sending you love because she hears you on the show. And oh, you're going to a lot. I didn't even hear that. Thank you. I, I <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How sweet is that? That's very sweet. Thank you. Very nice to hear. Yeah. Uh, as we know, I'm a regular. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good thing. So tell us, tell us what's going on. How's your dad? Well, first of all, yeah, that, tell everybody where you're calling from. I am calling from Clarksville, Ohio. Okay. And um, and then, how's your dad? Your dad's been dying for a couple of oh, wow. months. Six months. Yeah. Um, yeah, I went up on Sunday. Okay. And um, it's it's interesting because I know last time we talked, you know, it seems like he is getting closer to passing. And being ready to pass, but um, boy, he was very with it. Um, I mean, as much as he can be in his state. So, um, but there was there is a little bit of a shift. He seems more he seems more 
oddly more present and more relaxed, and I took that as a good sign. That is a good sign. And a lot of time people rally before they pass. And yeah. people think, oh, gosh, they've come out of the whatever, and, and then they're gone quickly thereafter. So yeah. I don't know what that is. And I've never heard anybody have a good explanation for it, but it happens a lot. Yeah, I've heard that too. And I, and I did think of that while I was there. Um, you know, so, so I, I don't know. I don't know. I know last week again, you said he's really, really close to leaving. Um, so, and, and this week, Sunday was my opportunity to go. And then I'll probably have an opportunity on Saturday or Sunday this weekend if I, if I want to go. So I probably will. Um, Good. But, um, Did you have a question for me? Um, just, you know, maybe ask him the same questions that you usually ask and see if we get, okay. if we get any clue as to what's happening. Yeah. yeah, okay, here we go. Laser beam heading to Ohio from me here in Alabama. Got you going to your dad. Got your dad. Yeah, he's like, he's in phase 11, Kathy. He's been in phase 11 for what, three weeks now? And he's in his spirits in the vortex. For those of you that that don't know what we're talking about, if you go to my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and you click on the 12 phases of transition button, you'll see that uh, when the spirit exits the body, it hangs on to the top of the head and it looks like a cartoon caption. And um, and there's a tornado. It looks like a funnel cloud. It's a vortex that forms above the head and it helps the spirit evacuate from the body. And Kathy's dad's been in that vortex for what, Kath? About three weeks now? Something like yeah, that. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. He is he has almost exited out of the top. I mean, he is so close that if his head pops out anymore, he's gonna be on the other side starting to exit. So it's very, very close. The other thing is there are three questions I always ask people when they're dying. And the first one is, are you ready to go? He's saying yes. Are you in pain? Yes. He always tells us yes. And what do you need? My family. So same thing he's been telling us for months. Yeah. That's interesting, though. Last week, I think he said nothing as far as what, didn't he say nothing about what do you need? I don't remember. I'd have to go back and listen to the tape. I'm not well, sure. Well, it was either last week or the week before that he answered that third question differently. Uh-huh. Um, and, and, and when you said, what do you need? He said, I think he said nothing. Oh, so, wow. um, so <clears throat> Excuse me. Anyway. Yeah. I, I think well. he, he, may, he may be hoping that my sister stops by. She hasn't been by at all for oh. quite a while. Which is yeah. Sad, but she, she's so uncomfortable with the situation, and I know he understands yeah. that. Yeah. Well, keep us posted, and thanks for calling in, and go see him as much as you can. Yep, I am going to. Thanks, Julie. Okay. Take care. Bye, Kat. Bye. All righty. I believe our next caller is Susie. Hi, Susie. Are you there? Hi. Yeah, I'm there. I'm here. How are you? Good. Good. You got a question? Tell everybody where you're calling from, first of all. I'm calling from Seattle, Washington. Okay, great. Well, tell us tell us what your question is. How may I help you? Okay, so I work with Wells Fargo, and I've been working in yeah. the same position for a while now. And yeah. I was just trying to see if um, I wanted to know, will I get a promotion soon? Do you see a promotion <clears throat> in the near future or something? 
with Wells Fargo, with the bank? Uh-huh. Okay. Yes. Uh, so here's how this works. Let's do this together. It's, it's like a little game, and we can do uh-huh. it together and compare notes. Uh-huh. And how this works is we ask a question, and the most we want to make it the most concise, specific question uh-huh. that we can figure, and we can refine it down if we need to. But we uh-huh. want to ask, is it in Susie's best interest to... And then you finish the sentence with whatever, whatever. So is it in Susie's best interest to stay and work at Wells Fargo? What's the first thing that comes into your head, like within a second? With yes. Yes, I got a yes too. Will Susie get a promotion with Wells Fargo, what, in the next month, week, six week. months? week in the next week okay mm-hmm. so will Susie get a promotion with Wells Fargo in the next week what do you get what's the first thing that pops in your head yes I gotta know but let's ask will Susie get a promotion within the next six months what do you get yes I got a yes on that too Okay, so when mm-hmm. we ask a question like that, Susie, if you can preface it with, is it in my best interest to, and then you can ask mm-hmm. it about anything, that's going to give you divine guidance, mm-hmm. guidance from God, guidance from the universe, from your spirit guides, from your deceased loved ones, angels, mm-hmm. the whole group, okay? Mm-hmm. And, and when people ask questions like, should I, well, whose opinion is should I? Yeah. You know, and people will say to me sometimes, well, ask my grandmother if I should do whatever. And I say, well, I'd rather ask it, is it in my best interest? Because I know you love your grandmother and you loved her when she was alive, but we don't know that she's the most enlightened spirit on the planet, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. So there's so many variables that can come into play, including our own free will Uh that, you know, (laughs) that I like to preface it with, is it in my best interest to? Mm-hmm. So, so give that a try. It's the, the answer is going to be within a second, you'll get it. If you think about it for more than a couple of seconds, that's going to be your brain answering you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so let us know what happens. Okay. Okay. Thanks for Thank calling. You. Have All a right. nice evening. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. All righty. I believe our next caller is Wendy. Hi, Wendy. Hey, Julie. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm good. I'm getting excited. Looking forward to our trip. That's right. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from Laguna Beach, California. And it's Laguna. beautiful. <laughs> the weather is beautiful today. So no Terrific. And tell everybody what our trip is. Oh, well, we... Um, we both follow the teachings of Joshua, and the teachings of Joshua is having a land cruise in Club Med in Florida. I don't even know what city it's in. I just know I'm going. <laughs> it's, in, it's in Port St. Lucie, Florida, and Point I'm, I'm going to be one of the participants and speakers. So, and right. Wendy and I haven't met, but we've emailed back and forth, and, uh, and so I'm going to be scanning people and doing all that fun woo-woo stuff that I do. You know, Wendy, I tell people I'm like a buffet of psychicness. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why I was calling you today, because 
you remember we did the one-on-one and you helped me with a couple of physical ailments. Right. And that was wonderful. Um, I'm still getting some more pain again in my left knee. And now Joshua, you know, you had done the little surgery thing on it and it felt really good. And Joshua tells me it's resistance. And I'm wondering if you can help me uh, determine what that resistance is about. Yeah, I can. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get you on my radar. So here goes my laser beam out to the left coast, or as my son <laughs> who lives in Los Angeles calls it, the best coast. The best coast. That's right. The I have two sons on the east coast, and that's the least coast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everybody that – I heard somebody say the other day um, that her grandmother, they live on the – on the beach and she said in Florida and she said my grandmother said if we're fortunate enough enough to live near the water or no fortunate enough to live next to the water sometimes we have to live in the water <laughs> she was referring to the hurricanes and stuff that were coming in and I thought that's a positive way to look at the situation that's so anyways right. here, here comes my laser beam out to you okay, okay. right knee is inflamed is it your right, right. knee Wendy yes. yeah yes it is right Okay. It's inflamed. Let me get that calmed down. You do have a you do have a tear in your energy yeah. field membrane um there and if you want I can see if I can figure out what's going on with that. Um how that works everybody is our spirits are just energy and our energy is contained in this membrane. It's kind of like if you have a uh, if you take a plastic bag and you put water in it or you put air in it or you put whatever in it, helium, like a helium balloon. You know, the balloon mm-hmm. is the container, the helium's the energy or the air. Mm-hmm. That's what our spirits are like. And when we have some kind of emotional trauma, whether it be something very insignificantly seeming, seemingly insignificant, like somebody called us a bad name when we were little and it hurt our feelings, to something really serious like we were attacked or mugged or we're in an accident or something like that, what happens is, is we cause energy blocks in, in um, ways to try and protect ourselves. And so those energy blocks over time build up, Wendy, and then it causes mm-hmm. a blowout in its membrane. And there's, I always see 100% of the time when there's some kind of physical ailment or disease going on, there's always a tear or a hole in that energy field membrane. It's always mm-hmm. caused by some kind of emotional trauma. Now, we don't need to stay in psychotherapy for 30 years rehashing the same trauma. <laughs> Okay, good. <laughs> fix it. We just have to illuminate it. It's like I use the analogy if you walk into a dark room, sometimes it feels really creepy. And then if you turn the light on, the creepiness goes away, right? Because yeah. you know what's in yeah. the room. So this is the same thing. We're just going to illuminate okay. it. So, so I'm going to go into that tear. It's like I'm going through a tunnel and I'll be shown some kind of a scene. Okay, this is past life, girl. This really? Past life, past, past life situation. All right. How Let me cool. See. Let me see what's going on. Um, it's, it's Egypt, ancient Egypt. No, you're, the second, you're the second person that has told me I'd have a past life in, in ancient Egypt. So. Yeah, this, this is 412 B.C., so this is a long time ago. Wow. All right. 
and you're a man in this lifetime and you're a slave and oh. you're, you're, you're a builder, you know, you're slave oh my labor gosh. Yeah. You, 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 and your knees just shot. And that was way before, um, way, way, way before total joints, and, you know, surgical implants to right. fix our joints. And that knee is just, it's just shot. It's just shot from all the hard manual labor that you've done. So what's the correlation? Now let's figure out what's the emotional correlation with this particular lifetime for Wendy. Mm. You feel sometimes like you're just manual labor is what I'm getting. <laughs> well, you know what? It started about seven years ago when I still had three uh, boys at home. So maybe that had something to do with it. Yeah. Okay. So that's what that is. It, we're on the right thing because I'm seeing that tear and the tear is over your right knee, Wendy, and it's vertical. Yes. In that energy field membrane, which the membrane incidentally has the consistency of really thin plastic wrap or saran wrap, has a little bit of a rubbery feel to it as I perceive it. So that's getting stitched. Now it's getting patched. Get it. The patch is getting lasered in place. I'm going to shoot energy through you. Okay, you're lit up like the, you know, Empire State Building. Put on your mouth and sunglasses. So, so you're... You're in good shape with that. Now, if you want, I can remove that cellular memory from that past life out of your system. Gosh, yes, please. Okay. So what I'm doing is I'm pushing that cellular memory energy out of your body. It's this blue vapor, like a dry fog vapor almost, that's coming out of all your pores. It would be like if you took a water balloon and you put little teeny pinholes throughout it. The water was squirting out, you know, from all over. And so what happens is we are spirits in a body having a human experience. Mm-hmm. And, and our cells carry, membrane from life, or carry memory from lifetime to lifetime. But we're not conscious most of the time of that memory because it would interfere with what we want to experience in this lifetime. Does that make sense? Sure. Sure. Uh-huh. So little children sometimes will have past life memories that they'll talk about. One of my best friend's grandsons, who's five, just started kindergarten, was in, in the water at a lake with his mom, and they were playing around. And he said, Mommy, you're my favorite mommy of all. And she said, well, thanks. He said, you're my favorite mommy of all my mommies. And, oh, he, wow. and she said, how many have you had? And he said, well, three that I can remember. And she said, well, did you have different daddies? And he said, oh, yeah. He said, mommy, here's how this works. Babies are born to mommies and daddies, and then they die, and then they come back, and they're reborn to new mommies and daddies. Wow. There's no way this kid can make this stuff up. No. No. So so that's that's what I see. I would say probably 25% of the time is these... Energy field membrane tears or holes, Wendy, are caused by past life experiences. Very interesting. So, yeah. yeah. And, you, and you, you look like a slave. You know, you got the <laughs> scarf on your head and you got the, you're bare chested and you've got the long kind of long skirt thing going on and you're barefoot and wow. your, your, joint, your joints are just worn out. Wow. Okay. So I will see you next week in Florida and we can That's continue the exciting. discussion. 
Okay. Great. Thank you so much for calling. You bet. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. I believe our next caller is Regina. Hi, Regina. Hey there. You want to talk to Jessica? Okay. Hi, Jessica. (laughs) Hi. Hi. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. Columbus, Ohio. Columbus. Go Buckeyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a graduate of the Ohio State University, as those of you who listen to the show a lot know, and we're a big football family down here, but I'm married to an Alabama man, and I birthed an Alabama son, so it's interesting around here, <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> College football time, we love it. So, Jessica, how may I help you this evening? Um, well, um about a year ago, there was a home invasion, and um, my two-year-old daughter unfortunately lost her life, and I was shot, and so was the father of our children. I was pregnant at the time with my now seven-month-old son, and I just need a little closure to know that she's okay. Okay. God love you. Holy moly, girl. Wow. I can't even imagine what you went through and what you're going through with this. So how long ago was this? October 25th will be a whole year. Okay. So it's really, it's recent. Okay. All right. Tell me your daughter's name. Amaya. Maya. Okay. All right. What I'm going to do, Jessica, is I'm going to connect to you energetically. We're going to call Maya in and we're going to ask. Amaya. Amaya. How do you say A-M-I-A? A-M-I-Y-A-H. Wow. Okay. A-M. Say that again. A-M-I-Y-A-H. Amaya. Okay. Just like it sounds. Or spelled just like it sounds. Okay. And we'll call Amaya in and we'll ask her some questions. Okay. So what I'm doing is, my, as you heard earlier, if you were listening, here goes my laser beam up to Columbus, and uh, I got you. Okay, got the baby. Okay, so she's around you all the time. She wants you to know she's around you all the time. She said sometimes you feel like you hear her and you think it's your imagination. Is that right? That's true. Okay, she said you are hearing her. It's how she's letting you know that she's around you. So that's really important that when you have a thought and you think, oh, my gosh, that sounds just like Amaya, or, or you think, is Amaya here? She's letting you know, yes, she is. She's there. So that's the first thing. Let me see what else she says. She thinks her baby brother's really cute, <laughs> which is cute. She thinks he's he really cute. Like <laughs> Does he? Okay. All right. Well, one so, more thing, too, is um, he often cries in his sleep, and I don't know if that's, I don't know if she's visiting him or what, if that's even connected, but. I don't know. He just often cries in his sleep. Yeah, she's in. She's telling me, and she's showing me. She she hangs out in the crib with him and plays with him at night. And when he when she leaves is when he's crying. <laughs> he's he's upset because she's leaving. 
Um, so, you know, oftentimes you'll hear of the older sibling getting in the crib. I used to do this with my little sister, and I'd get in trouble for it because we, we were only 16 months apart. And, and I used to crawl into her crib with her because she'd want me to come sleep with her. And then my parents would come in and they'd get all mad at me. I can remember being a really little kid and having that happen. So that's what Amaya's doing with your son. She's in the crib with him. He knows she's there when she leaves. That's what's upsetting to him. So questions for her. What's that I miss her? Pardon me? Just that I miss her. Well, she knows. She knows. She misses you too, but she's around you all the time. And and that's what I hear from from spirits all the time, from deceased loved ones is and and some of them even go so far as they say, This is great because I could be with everybody I love all at the same time. Because we're made in the image and likeness of God. You've probably heard that at some point. And most people think that that means that God looks like a human. Most of us picture God as some father time looking guy like Gandalf in Lord of the Rings or Dumbledore in the Harry Potter series of movies. But what I believe that we're made in the image and likeness of God in spirit form and so God can be everywhere all at the same time, and so can our deceased loved ones. So she wants you to know is that she, she chose. She in heaven? Pardon me? Is she dancing in heaven? Yeah. What I was just going to say is she wants you to know that she chose you as her mom. She chose her dad. She chose where she was born, when she was born. She knew this was going to happen. This was the trajectory of her spirit's life in this lifetime because she wanted to experience this. And we can talk further. She was just so incredibly smart. It was just crazy just how incredibly brilliant she was. Yeah, yeah. Well, the the thing that I find with with souls or spirits who, you know, die a death that just doesn't make any sense to anybody, Jessica, is that they wanted to experience this in this lifetime. And perhaps she was the burglar in a past lifetime, or perhaps she was the mom of a child that died, or perhaps she was the sibling or the father or something like that. So she wants she wants to experience all these different angles of the situation. So she chose the she chose you as her mom. She, you know, this is a, this was all part of her her master plan. Okay. The other thing I want you to know is grief, as I'm sure you've discovered. If you think of grief as waves of the ocean, the ocean waves come in, crashing in. They come in with lots of force. Grief is the same way. Hurts like crazy when you're in the middle of it but if you can just think of the ocean waves and understand eventually it's going to recede and that wave's going to go back out to sea right same thing with grief it's going to come crashing in you feel it it's awful and then if you can just stay focused on okay i'm feeling this and i i know that this is going to recede i know it's going to get it's going to feel better in a few and it always does 
and then it's going to come crashing back in. Something will trigger your memory or trigger a thought of a Maya. And then, and then just when you have that, just remember it's going to recede. The other thing I want you to remember is you, she's always around you. The last thing I want to tell you is you can talk to her anytime you want, and here's how you do it. You ask her a question in your head or out loud, it doesn't matter, and the first thing that pops into her mind or into your mind is her answering you, okay, like what we were doing with Seattle um, about the, the job situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's instant, the answer. If you think about it for more than a couple of seconds, that's going to be your brain answering you, okay? So start doing that. The more you do it, it's, it, it becomes a skill. The more you do it, the better you're going to get at it, and you can communicate with her at any time, any place. Okay. Okay. All right. Hang in there, kiddo. And just Thank know you. that when you, when you think you hear her, you are hearing her. She's letting you know she's around. Okay. Okay. All righty. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. Thank you. Most of us have busy lives, and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one. It's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. And I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals. B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, altogether, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals, dot com, and use Julie Ryan at checkout, and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. Alrighty. I believe our next caller is hi, this is Julie. I don't I don't know your name. This is Area Code three eight six. Hi, Julie. Hi this there. Is this is Renee. Hi Renee. Hi Renee. Where are you calling hi. us from? Um Seattle. Seattle, wow. Oh, Two Seattle girls tonight. Yeah. <clears throat> well good. And What's happening up there? Oh, not much. I, I just have a family situation I thought you might be able to give me some insight on. Sure. I don't know if I'd be getting meddled in, meddling in it or not, but just a quick recap is um, my son and daughter-in-law had, were high school sweethearts, mm-hmm. and they went to different colleges. They went to different grad schools. Uh, they got married. Um, and now they have three children. They've been married for 13 years. And approximately about a year ago, my daughter-in-law informed my son that she had had an affair with somebody in the law firm um, two or three years into their marriage. And this okay. just happened last year. And then my son confessed to her that he 
had been asking her. He wanted more closeness with her, and nothing happened, so he had a little fling. And since then, she can barely tolerate him. They've been going to counseling together, single counseling. And um, the last, last week when they went to a counselor, a double counselor, she told the counselor, with my son there, that every time that he tries to make things better or to get any closeness, that she repulsed, he's repulsed by his touch. Uh-huh. And now she, she is also, and they do not want to get divorced. They've got the three kids. They want to bring up the kids as normal as possible. Julie, is that really possible? I mean, to be 16, to wait 16 years until the two-year-old is out of high school? I, yeah, I think it is possible. I think it's happened throughout the ages. I think there have been many, many, many families, probably way more families than not, who have, where the parents have stayed together, especially in past generations, because people just didn't get divorced. You know, it was taboo in a lot of cultures. One of the, uh, one of the things, Renee, that I, one of the best pieces of relationship advice I ever heard was on a documentary I watched several years ago about the Beatles. And it was about George Harrison in particular of the Beatles. And his wife, this was after he, he had died and his wife, Renette, his wife, um, Barbara said, people come up to her all the time and say, you were married to that man for 30 years. How did you do that? Because I think he was a handful at times and they had children. And she said, it was really easy. We never got divorced. Hmm. And she went on to say that like everything in life, we have ebbs and flows in our relationships and our jobs and where we live and all of that stuff. And, and her advice, and I've seen this many, many times with many couples that I've seen and talked with over the years, is if you really want it to happen and you really want to stay together for your children and for the relationship, time is probably the best thing you can give to your family and to your relationship. So we all know people who've been in marriages that are not optimal and they hung in there and then it's like the tide turns and the marriage ends up being good after a number of years, especially when you have so much history together like your son and your daughter-in-law have. So yeah, I think it's absolutely possible. I think it's probable if they both want to stay in there. And the best thing I can suggest that you tell your son, are you close to your son, Renee? Yes. Okay. Best thing you can tell your son is to focus on what he wants because our heads are like satellite dishes and we receive thoughts that are out there spinning around in the, you know, in the atmosphere, in the universe. And when we receive a negative thought, For instance, if your son receives a negative thought about his marriage, he's on the negative marriage frequency. It's kind of like when you turn a radio station on in your car to 92.3 or whatever, you're picking up the station that's broadcasting on that frequency. Well, our heads do the same thing. So if you can talk to your son about whenever he has a thought of despair or whatever, 
with regard to his wife and his marriage, if he can turn that around and think of something, the best thing would be if he could think of something positive that he loves about her. But if he can't get there, because sometimes we can't get there, you know, when we're stuck in in negative emotion, have him think of something that makes him smile better yet, something that makes him laugh. That's going to get him on a higher vibration frequency and good thoughts he's going to pull in. And tell him it becomes a habit after time, after some time of practice. But I absolutely think that they can make that happen and make it work. But let's ask, as my son when he was a baby used to say, let's ask the spirits and beyond. So what, is it in Renee's son and his wife's best interest to remain in their marriage? What's the first thing that comes to your head, Renee? No. I get a yes. Is it in their best interest to continue marital counseling? It's the first thing that comes in your head. Yes. I get a yes on that, too. Is it in their best interest to look at this in shorter increments? I'm getting a yes. And that, that thought just came to me, Renee, that I think oftentimes when we, when we look so far out, if their baby's two and 16 years, you're thinking, oh, my God, there's no way we can imagine. It's too overwhelming, too many variables. So if we can take it in smaller steps, like let's get through this week and then let's get through when we get through this week, let's get through next week and even make it shorter than that if they have to. And then it's less it's less intimidating. It's less less overwhelming. Because the reason why the reason why the future feels so overwhelming to us is because there's no way our brains can predict what's going to unfold and how it's going to unfold. So right. it, it it ends up being too much, and our brains kind of short out. You know, we get overwhelmed. <laughs> so right. I mean, they, 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 I think it, it, it's all it's they are planning to do things. They yeah. are planning to. You know, we're doing Thanksgiving together, we're planning Christmas, we're planning spring vacation. It's like we are, you know, they are progressing, and I'm the one, I think I'm the one that needs the help. <laughs> okay, the truth. So, so you practice that because you're, you're on a negative frequency, you're on the negative radio right. station. So you right. practice that whenever you have that thought, you think of something that makes you smile, maybe one of your grandkids. And better yet, think of something that makes you laugh because right. that's going to get you on, a, on another frequency. And, and if you can imagine them, even though it's completely pretentious and even though it's completely made up, you can imagine them as a happy, loving, in-love couple with these three little kids that are darling. If you can imagine that, you're on that frequency, that's going to help affect them too. In a yeah. positive way. It's like sending somebody positive vibes. Right. So, so yeah. you, you practice it and then tell your son about it if the opportunity yeah. arises. Because the more you do that, Renee, the better at it you're going to get. Right. Okay. okay. Right. I hope that helps. Yeah, it does. I'll, I'll talk to him a little bit. And right now he says he can't laugh. So let's even... That bothers me even more. So, you know, take, take him to something. <laughs> but we will, 
take it go go rent Caddyshack or some stupid movie that's just hilarious. Yeah. And you know, and and just have him over and do a one on one and put him in front of the TV and he's gonna laugh if he watches something like that. Yeah, that's a good idea. I'll that's gonna that. make him feel better. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well thanks for calling. Good luck. Okay, thanks Julie very much. Mm-hmm. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, I believe our next caller is Leslie. Hi, Leslie, are you there? Yeah. Hi there. Hi. <laughs> um, I'm calling from Columbus, Ohio. Oh, wonderful. Two Columbus girls tonight. Well, three, including me, but I haven't lived there in a long time. <laughs> um, my question, I actually have two, but... okay. My um, main question is, do you see any change in my husband and I's financial situation? Okay. So it, let's ask questions. You, If you've been listening to the show, you know, is it in my best interest too kind of questions. And then that's that's the best way I know to get information for things that are in the future, Leslie. Because as I was mentioning to Renee, our last caller, when things are in the future, there's so many variables that come into play. I know you've had situations in your life where you wanted to, you wanted to accomplish something and you ended up accomplishing what you wanted, but you didn't get there in any way that you had imagined, right? I know you've had experiences like that. We all have. Right. So, so let's ask some questions and see what kind of information we get um, about financial. Are you talking about a job change? Or are you t- what are you talking about? Um, well, my, I have applied for disability, and okay. I've been, tur- been turned down a couple times now, and I need to do an appeal. Okay. And my husband, my husband got hurt at work and has been on workman's compensation. Oh, boy. So, so your question is something along you know, the line. If I do this, if I do this appeal again, um, am I going to, you know, be approved or I don't know. I just, well, I just, as you were talking, I asked, is it in Leslie's best interest to to file the disability appeal again, what's the first thing that pops in your head when we ask that question? I say yes. I get but... a yes, too. I get a yes, too. And then okay. when we ask, will Leslie's appeal be approved, what's the first thing that pops into your head? I say yes. I got a yes as well. I got a yes as well. Now, should I... Because I fired my lawyer, mm-hmm. and, <laughs> um, and I've been trying to find another lawyer mm-hmm. to do my appeal. Mm-hmm. And I, should I just do it by myself or get another lawyer? So let's ask that again. Is it in Leslie's best interest to file the disability appeal herself? It's the first thing that pops into your head. Oh, I keep getting yeses. I got a yes as well. I got a yes, too. So the more, like what I was just saying with Renee, the more you do this, the better at it you're going to get. And I'm telling you, it is an answer. It's divine guidance. 
It's coming in from God, the universe, your angels, your deceased loved ones, your spirit guides. It's the whole group that's advising you. And when you ask a question, I mean, it is within a second. If you think about it for more than a couple of seconds, that's going to be your brain answering you. Okay. And, and refine the question down, make it as specific as you can get it, Leslie. Um, because when you ask a broad based question, you'll get an answer, but it may not be all that applicable to what your situation is. So sometimes if you start with a question that's broad and then you refine it down, like, um, is it in, is it in my best interest to file for disability? Yes. Is it in my best interest to file for the disability appeal? Yes. See how we're refining it down? Yes. Just be super specific, as specific as you can get. Okay? Okay. All righty. Well, good luck. All right. Thank you. Okay. Thanks for calling. Bye now. Bye-bye. I think we have time for one more caller, perhaps. Hi. I've got um, Douglas Brown. Actually, it's Peg. <laughs> Hi, Peg. Hi. How are you? I'm How are you? I'm great. Good. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. Well, I'm another Columbus, Ohio. Actually, wow. Wonderful. Yeah. Terrific. Well, I've got five minutes, so okay. how may I help you? Oh, I could take up your whole hour. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> well, give me the appreciated question. <laughs> yeah. If you remember um, last time we talked one-on-one, it was about my liver. Yeah, and it's taken me about a year, but I am finally on the transplant list. Wow. Okay. And I, yeah, and I'm actually pretty healthy, you right. know, blood work wise and and all that. I just wonder if you see any time frame when I might move up that list and get the call. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to connect to you right now, and. Um, check you out. So I'm shooting laser beams connected into you, shooting energy through you. Yeah. Okay. So you still look like a candidate for a liver transplant. Oh, yeah. No surprise there. All right. Uh, Will, so let's ask some questions. We we can compare notes. Will Peg get a liver transplant match? Is that how you call it, how you say it? That would work. Okay. Uh, yeah, because it all depends on, like, blood type and size of body. Right, right. All that has to match up. So will you, will Peg receive a liver transplant? It's the first thing that comes to your head. Yes. Get a yes as well. How, how soon <laughs> will well, I when I ask, one? will it? Will it be within the next year? At this moment in time, I'm getting a no, Peg. But again, with future things, that could be a different answer tomorrow because all the variables have to come into play. All the stars Mm -hmm. need to align, right? Mm -hmm. So somebody's going to have to die or be close to death in order for you to get their liver, and they're not there yet. Okay. So... That's why that's why future stuff is really tricky. You know, we can get an answer at this moment in time, but that can change tomorrow because of all of those variables that I keep talking right. about. 
Right. Okay. So I talked to a nurse today who said they're getting close to making livers by taking, you know, your blood type. And I don't remember the word she used. Um, With stem cells or something like that? Fabricating, fabricating organs. So, So let's ask the question, will Peg get a liver from a human? I get a yes before the question's even out. So I don't think you're going to be a bionic babe with this. Yeah. <laughs> but I, oh, think I think that you're going to a long way off anyway. Yeah, but I think you'll get a tra- I think you'll get a transplant. So focus on on what we were just talking about was talking about with Leslie and the gal before her, Renee, focus on seeing yourself and pretending what it feels like to be healthy and to have a new liver that's working properly. Okay? Mhm. That's going to help you pull that in. It's going to help you bring in the liver. Okay. So if you stay on that frequency, again, our heads are satellite dishes. If you stay on that frequency of, oh, I'm never going to find a liver and I'm never going to be a match and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Oh, no, I've, gonna, I've always been positive get. about it. I just, yeah. you know, wondered if it was in the near future or. I think the thing to focus on is you're going to get one. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for calling. Appreciate it. Can I ask it. you one more question? I am out of time. Oh. So, I just can you call it next say, week? How about next week? I just week? want to say hi to my dogs, Cash and Joe. <laughs> okay. <All right. laughs> well, that's the first time I've heard dogs are listening to us, but I love it. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Well, thanks for calling. Okay. Good luck. Thanks. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, everybody, we are out of time. We've got some more callers I didn't get to, and my apologies to those callers. Please call in next week again, and I'll take you first. And uh, one last thing, we do this show every Thursday night, everybody, 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. Find all this information at AskJulieRyan.com and also on the show notes. So follow me on Instagram, Facebook. Shoot me messages, send me your questions, call in. Thanks to everybody who called in tonight. It was really fun to have this many callers. And I hope you all have a wonderful weekend. And for those of you that have uh, been through these hurricanes and earthquakes, God bless you. Hang in there and uh, and Godspeed. Thanks, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.